Hey everyone, welcome back to the Craft Parenting Podcast, the podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a parenting problem. Just a little bit. It's getting better, so that's good. Last couple episodes have been, a sev- it's been severe it's, as far as the parenting problem goes. It's been a struggle, not gonna lie. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Joe Ludwig, and that voice that you hear is my lovely wife and co-host, Caroline. How you doing? How's it going, Caroline? It's going pretty good. Both kids are feeling well. No one has thrown up on me recently, so that's good. So after the last episode, Elliot got sick, and we figured this out by him actually vomiting on me. That's probably too much information. With love. With love. (laughs) But also since the last episode, there's been the storm of the century... Yeah, we got snowed in for like two days. We got iced in. Uh, Technically, yeah, it was more iced. We did not get iced, though. No one chugged Smirnoff ice. No, no, that did not happen. But we have a beer fridge and we got through it. The beer fridge did help out a lot. Because it is very hard to be stuck in the house with two small children. Though, from what I've heard, our situation was not as crappy as Marco's. So that's all you can really ask for. I don't know what that means. Um, Remember that time your parents had an issue with their basement that was really shitty? I try to forget that, but thanks for bringing that up. Apparently, a similar crappy situation happened, Marco, during the snowstorm. I don't have details, but... Julia said that I was awesome or amazing or something when Marco was describing his snowed in experience as shitty and how it was lots of not fun. And I was like, well, that just sounds like a crappy time (laughs) and just kept rolling with the puns. I'm sure I will learn more about that in Truth Beer Pod or I'll talk to Marco later. Uh, Anyway, we have another great show planned out this week. Our youngest son and executive producer. Uh, Currently only son, so I mean. Our youngest child and executive producer, Elliot, is turning one. And he is turning one on Super Bowl Sunday. It's a sign, y'all. Where if you've paid attention, the Cincinnati Bengals will be in the Super Bowl playing against the, the Rams or something some irrelevant team uh some some team with an animal type logo that's that is what i have been able to discern so far i will report back with more information once i figure it out we'll get to that shortly but first i noticed that you have an adult beverage in front of you caroline what are you drinking i am currently drinking the alpine lager by sam adams it is 5.5 abv and 18 ibu their description is hazy and golden this unfiltered lager is a breath of fresh air the crisp maltiness and lively citrus notes transport you to brisk sunny days out in the mountains and as i told truth beer and pod earlier today it is brisk and smooth, just like me. <laughs> do you feel like you're on the mountain? I do. Smoky, Rockies, Appalachia. <laughs> We're in the foothills of Appalachia, Joe. Um, but wait, that, that doesn't top what your beer was. Oh my goodness, what was your beer? Not not the one you're drinking now, but the one you drank earlier. One eternity later. So earlier, Joe is drinking a Sam Adams goat, which is described as crisp and easy, just like my husband. Uh, ah. waka waka. Because you're the greatest of all time. 
Ah, okay. What are you drinking now? I am drinking a beer called Wake Me Up by Wiedemann over in St. Bernard. And we picked this one up when we went with the kids a couple weeks ago. And we've never been to Wiedemann before. We had not. We had drank their beer back in the before times, but we, we had not been to Wiedemann. I don't know if we have. We drank the Wiedemann beer that they had contract brewed at the Cincy Beer Fest. Winter Beer Fest. Winter Beer Fest. That's what it was. Okay, but that was... It was still their beer, even if it was contract brewed. Okay. <laughs> that is my story, and I'm sticking to it. Well, when you said the before times... I thought you meant like last couple years. No, before children. You're talking about... Which is technically the last couple years. You're talking about when we volunteered for Cincy Beer Fest back in 2013, which was 10 years ago, almost. Shh. Not a couple years ago. Shh. And... We don't need to think about how long ago that was and how old that makes us now. Just don't worry about it. And we volunteered on behalf of the Cincinnati Donor Schwabman Society. And I have no idea why we were there. I have no idea why we were there either, but it was fun to people watch. Yeah, uh, we got tickets and stuff, but we had to work, so. I mean, the term work is used quite loosely in this context, but yeah, we did have to do things. But we were next to the Wiedemann booth. We were, and we got to hear all about their story because nobody really knew who they were, and they were trying to gauge interest in opening up a brewery because back then there weren't 60-plus breweries. Sorry, 69 breweries in Cincinnati because <laughs> if you have to guess a number in the 60s, there's only one choice. That's right. Um and I remember, I guess, I guess they had their lager, which was a, uh, which was nice because Cincy Beer Fest was pretty much all IPAs. Yeah, it was very IPA heavy that year. Yeah, we haven't been since. I will admit, <laughs> we have not. But um, from what I remember, it was good. Uh, and then they opened up the tap room in 2018, I believe, and we haven't been. And there's really no excuse as to why we haven't been because it is. It's we've driven by it. Like, we should have gone sooner. I'm so glad that we went, though. Yeah, it was nice. It's a really nice place. If you want to know more about our experience, I wrote a blog post about that. It's up on the website. Go check it out. So, how's your beer? So, it's, again, it's called Wake Me Up. It's a hazelnut coffee milk stout. It's by Wiedemann, and they're in St. Bernard, which is a suburb of, is it a suburb? It's a subsection of uh, Cincinnati. Uh, subsections, probably something right. Like, I think it's pretty similar to, like, Cheviot. They have their own thing. It's like the city of St. Bernard. What's Cheviot? The city of Cheviot. Chevois? Chevois. Anyway, it's, uh, 6.5 ABV and 20 IBUs. Is it waking you up inside? It is not. I don't get a lot of coffee. I do get hazelnut, though. Just, like, on, on when you smell it. I don't get coffee. I get lots of hazelnut. I'll have to come over and sip on that in a second. So now it is time for Why is Bug and Caroline in Children's TV? Where you, Caroline, tell us all about the lack of physics and logic and... Overall things that confuse me. Reason. <laughs> yeah. In children's TV. So what is bugging you this week? 
So we've been watching a lot of Cinderella, partially because Lily has started asking for it now, but also because apparently it's the shortest Disney movie on Disney Plus. Snow White might be shorter. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if I can stomach Snow White or Sleeping Beauty. So when Lily comes into our bedroom way before we want to wake up, we just kind of put on Cinderella and try to wake up slowly so we can feel like actual people. So I've been watching a lot of Cinderella lately and there's lots of things that are problematic with the characters in Cinderella. Books can be written about the stepmother and stepsisters. But while and the fact that mice don't do any of the things that they do in the movie. But after Cinderella is given like 30,000 chores to do, because if she does all these chores, she can't make herself a pretty dress to go to the ball. And the mice are like, man, she's not going to get to go to the ball because they're going to make her do all these chores. And you just see it. They'll make it so she doesn't get to go. And they're like, wait, we can fix up her dress for her while she's doing all of these other chores. And so Gus Gus and oh my goodness, who's the other guy? They like ne- they don't say his name as much as they say Gus's name, but he's always there hanging out with Gus Gus. Um, let's see. Three days later. Jacques. Jacques, yeah. So Jacques and Gus Gus are saying what they're going to do. And Gus Gus is like, I can do the cutting. And Jacques is like, and I can do the sewing. And the girl mouse is like, leave the sewing to the women. You go get some trimmings. So Gus and Jacques go off and get some trimmings for the dress that they take from the stepsisters who are throwing the stuff out, which leads to chaos later on in the show. But then when they cut to the mice sewing the dress, there's a girl mouse outside and there's a boy mouse inside sewing the dress so they didn't leave the sewing to the women why did we need to say it because obviously they weren't going to follow it also everyone can sew except for joe his hands are too big and the needle's too small i mean at least that's the excuse that you tell me when i try to teach you i mean gus gus and jacques they're kind of goofy and clumsy a little bit those are not incorrect statements do you want them to make your dress do you want gus using scissors he almost chops off somebody's tail (laughs) no i think that's why they were like go away (laughs) leave us alone (laughs) you're gonna make it worse it is possible you might be putting logic into this decision joseph Well, I don't know why they said that. At least stay consistent with what you're saying. That's all I ask. Well, the other mouse is nameless, and (laughs) um, he seems more competent than Jacques or Gus Gus. He does. I don't know if the bar is super high for that, though, but he's definitely more competent. On to our main topic, which is all about Elliot, who is our youngest child. And favorite son for now. So far, yes. Out of all of the boy children that I have, he is my favorite as of this recording. Yes. And he's huge and uh, and big and old. And where has the time gone? When we started this podcast, he was two weeks old. 
two. Was he a week old? No, he was two weeks old. I think I specifically say that in the intro episode. He's two weeks old. Okay. So he's he gets a credit. He's an executive producer. He does because he used to sit in a little bouncer right next to me and sleep. And I'd have to bounce him uh-huh. while we were recording so he would stay asleep. Yes. And now he's sleeping in his big boy crib with his little blanket and his little loveys. Because he loves his little blanket and his little loveys. And he can walk everywhere. And he... J- I mean, we'll, we'll talk more. I don't know what that was. That was my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I just love him so much. So I don't have stats for him. Because his checkup appointment is in a few weeks. But he's super long. Because when he stretches, he's getting close to the same length as the changing table, which I swear this happened to Lily when she was about 18 months old. When he was born. Yeah. So like when after Elliot was born, Lily was like the same length as the changing table. And now Elliot is getting really close to the same length as the changing table. Um, And he's like super heavy. He is a stocky boy, but he's pretty decent at helping you hold his weight. So he doesn't feel too bad. Um, He's 25-ish pounds. He's at least 23 pounds, which is like super contrast to little Stephen and Hillary's baby, who is like six pounds. <laughs> she's so cute, but she's so light. I was like holding a feather compared to Elliot. Yeah, sidebar, we, we visited Stephen and Hillary over the weekend. And got to meet their little bundle of joy. She's so cute. Can't wait till she's rolling around on the floor with Lily and Elliot. Though I'm sure Stephen and Hillary can wait until she's a little more stocky because... Our kids are, they're starting to rough house. <laughs> they pull hair, they push, they steal toys from each other. This is true. It's that sibling love. We have a, I think you got it at, your mom got it at like the Amish town or something. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a puzzle. There's a, uh, it's like a wagon and then blocks of different shapes. Oh no, those are blocks that I played with when I was a kid. That is my wagon and my blocks. Yeah, she got it at like an Amish. I don't know where she got it because it's almost as old as me. It's she says it's a puzzle and you're supposed to figure out how to get the blocks in the wagon. Okay. I don't know if she ever communicated that to me. I just play with blocks and wagon separately, usually. Or and then I put the blocks in the wagon and pull the wagon around. Well she made it seem like the blocks came with the wagon. They probably did. And they were Amish or something because they're made of wood. But the kids are, I came up, I came up for lunch today and the kids were playing with the blocks and they're sitting in the middle of the the family room Mm -hmm. and they were stacking up the blocks and then Lily would knock down the tower and then Elliot would giggle (laughs) and then they would do it again and then Elliot would knock it down and then they would giggle. Aw, they were taking turns. That's cute. I'm so proud of them. And it's like you said, they were they were playing with each other and they were actually getting along. And then today after bath, after their bath, mm-hmm. um, they were sitting in their little chairs, their the, separate chairs. Their little saucer chairs that my mom got them for Christmas. Yes. And I took, I think it was, I guess it was Lily's blanket. It was it. Lily's blanket. It's a tie blanket. It's pretty big. Mm-hmm. And I put it on, over her lap and his lap. Yeah, and they actually they actually stood there for quite a quite a bit. I was surprised. I looked over at them while I was helping record a point five episode of Truth Beer Pod and was like, Oh, they're so cute. They're like getting along and stuff. Was it a point five? 
Yes. Okay. That's what I was told. Okay. They also had had beers. I'm sure they had. <laughs> so Elliot and his big sister are starting to get along more and playing with each other. Um, Elliot has four teeth. I keep swearing that more are coming in, but they, they haven't really gotten anywhere yet. And then he is walking everywhere. So you set him down and he only crawls if he falls down twice in a row. Otherwise, he's walking everywhere, which for our children is problematic because they are slightly taller. They were they both were slightly taller than the dining room table when they started walking. So like tall enough that they bump their head into the dining room table like no matter what but short enough that their eye line is way under the dining room table so they never see that they're gonna run into it it is adorable until they start crying because they bumped their head into the table for the third time in a row and they don't understand why they can't go but then you get snuggles <laughs> and i like snuggles yeah that, that that is a disadvantage to being tall it's like a great dane puppy and he go, he's growing so <laughs> he's growing so fast he doesn't know where his limbs are anymore yeah exactly his legs grew an inch overnight so his feet aren't where he thinks they are so he's a big fan of everything his big sister does. He tries to participate in activities that she's doing all of the time, which is problematic because right now Lily is into a big art phase. So she loves to color, specifically with markers. We're on a big marker kick right now. Mm -hmm. But we can give Elliot crayons, except he tries to eat the crayons. So Elliot is not quite at an art stage of life yet. Yeah, he doesn't quite get it, I guess. He is here for the food and things that he can eat and shove into his face hole to feel full. I don't think we've had any food that he doesn't like. He's not super big on sweets. I did notice that. But like when we had gumbo the other day, because I made gumbo from scratch, oh my goodness, that was a labor of love, but so good. I might have put a little bit too much red cayenne pepper in it. So it had a bit of a kick. Is that a good way for me to describe it, Joe? I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, at first you thought it had a bit too much of a kick, but it mellowed out a little bit. Elliot was very insistent upon eating the gumbo. And we're like, okay, bud, but I don't think you're going to like it. And then he wanted more. <laughs> Lily would not have eaten it. She she didn't. Well, the kids had already had dinner by the time we made, by the time the gumbo finished. So she wasn't interested in food because she was coloring. Bubba does not say no to food. Elliot lately has been, he eats dinner first. Mm -hmm. And then if we're making something like the other day you were making gumbo, which was taking a little bit longer than anticipated. So I knew it was going to take forever. So when that happens, um, we feed the kids first. And then we feed us second. And lately, when when we've been having meals that take longer than anticipate, um, Elliot has been coming over to me, and he wants to sit on my lap and nibble on on my food. So whether the other day it was gumbo, and he got a little bit of broth, mm -hmm. not too much because it was spicy, and I don't want to. I didn't want to upset his tummy. Yeah, so. we don't want to clean those diapers. Oh. I don't want him to feel bad. And then today, we, we had lasagna. He like, had literally just gotten out of his high chair. Yeah, he was all cleaned up and ready to go to, to walk around while we were eating. And he noticed that I had garlic bread. And he recognized it. And was like, I want to sit on your lap and eat your garlic bread. And he did. Yeah. He, For the record, he did not say that phrase with his mouth. But he did say it with his eyes and his hands. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's not talking much 
yet. Um, I think he's just waiting to get his bearings and then he will let us know what is up all of the time. Though he does like, I guess, squeal, scream. He does. Yeah, like squeal. It's pretty cute when he gets excited. So he does have he does have a voice. He's just picky about when he and he is vocal. Should say he is vocal. Of course, he has a voice. Um, but he he seems to be personality-wise. He's a little bit. I don't want to compare the two, but personality-wise, he seems to be chill. Very chill. He will take everything in. He's more observant than than in the action. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Lily is like, I'm going to do this thing right now. Elliot's like, what is this? Would I? Yes. I'm going to wander in that direction now. He does suck his thumb uh, quite a bit. He does. Which is different than what Lily does. Lily has has always had the binky. Mm-hmm. And she will specifically ask for her binky or go find a binky because she's slowly figuring out where we're hiding all of them. And she's tall enough where she can... Where she can see things and reach things that you normally can't. Elliot has a tendency to just randomly lay down and suck his thumb. He wants to take in the world. He needs time to process what has happened to him. So the other day, Lily woke up and then I had to wake up Elliot so I could go to work. And after Elliot got ready to to seize the day, I look over and Lily has put herself on the couch with a pillow and covered herself up with a blanket and is laying on the couch because she, even though is out of bed, is not ready to take on the day. And so Elliot walks over to her and leans on the couch. So he's like attempting to lay next to her and then just pops his thumb in his mouth like, okay, we're chilling here for a bit, big sis. I got you. I'll make sure you're good. At first, when Elliot was born, Lily kind of ignored him. Yeah, like she wanted to hold him, which we couldn't let her do too much because she was really aggressive with her snuggles. So she needed some heavy supervision if she was going to hold her baby brother. Yeah, and then I was going to say, these days, they... They are starting to play with each other Mm -hmm. a lot more. So it used to be if Lily was sitting down and had a blanket on her legs, if Elliot crawled up to her, she would pull her blanket away and say, no, mine, and shove him away. Now she just kind of lets him lean up against her slash on her blanket and they don't, they don't fight as much. Well, Elliot likes to pull stuff. He likes to pull her hair and, well, he likes to pull everyone's hair, really. Yeah, it's... Super awesome fun times. And he is teething, um, which you said he only has four teeth Mm -hmm. and you're not sure about the others, but... He's working on them. He definitely is because he will grab, you know, your your finger and try to bite it. Yeah, we're we're working on that. He likes to bite. I don't like it when he bites. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he if he I guess if his teeth are bothering him, I'm assuming that's the reason why. Yeah, well, and so I think Lily went from four teeth to eight teeth really fast. So maybe that's what's going to happen with him too. I'm not sure. Yeah. We will see. So while Elliot loves everything that his big sister does, he doesn't quite understand books. So Lily, you can find almost anywhere in the house with a book. Elliot's every once in a while will find a book that she has left on the floor and be like, what is this? <laughs> I, mm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry this around a bit and I'm just going to leave this here and go pick up my hammer. Yeah, well, I think part of that is 
Lily has always liked books and she's she feels well she acts possessive of them like they're her books she she is a little possessive of her books I don't know where she gets that trait from Hmm. it's it's a mystery wrapped in an enigma so if Elia tries to I guess read a book or take a book most likely she will say nah those are mine this is true I think he uh, just doesn't bother (laughs) yeah it is kind of a lost cause for him at this point but like you said um, he tends to go for this plastic hammer that we have which I don't know where we got it from. It, it came with little push pegs that are different shapes. Uh, so you're supposed to hammer the push pegs and then flip the thing over and then hammer the push pegs. Uh-huh. So that's what it came with. Okay. Um. So yeah, he loves carrying around a hammer. Um. He is working on learning how to bang it on things. Uh. Fortunately, so far, banging it on things has not included us or his sister. Or the dogs. Or the dogs. But his second favorite thing is to grab a very squishy, smushy toy and carry it around for hours on end. So his favorite is we have a weird Elsa head smushy thing that we got from the neighbors. It's cute, but Elliot will just constantly grab it and walk around with it. Jenna has some things called squish moles. Oh, wait, there's one right here. I can look at what it is. Elliot stole one from her. <laughs> I think he threw up on it, which is why it's his now. Did he? Did you clean it? I cleaned it. Um, yeah, so Squishmallows. She has a bunch of Squishmallows, and Elliot loves stealing those from her. She's got little ones that are Mickey and Minnie, and last weekend he had one in each fist as he was running around the house. Like, it was rare that he had nothing in his hand usually he had mickey in one hand and minnie in the other and would run towards you because now he kind of runs too yeah that's the thing he doesn't walk he runs he has to keep up with big sister yeah definitely we haven't let him run in the wild yet so i have to be more consistent about putting shoes on him so we can potentially like set him down for five minutes at a location that is not our house or a family member's house to see how he does out in the wild because we still carry him around when we go out and about i'm not ready for two walking children i don't i don't know if i'll be able to chase after both of them and then I'll have to make a decision as to who I chase after first. Right now, he will probably just chase after Lily. So we're probably good on that front. We are probably good on that front for now. It's when he's two and Lily's three. And they're like, hey, let's drive mom crazy. I'm going (laughs) to run that way and you run this other way and just disappear. Ready, set, go. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And then one thing that we're working on right now is so big. So we're like, how big is Elliot? And he like throws his hands up for half a second, which I'm like, you need to keep your arms up so I can get a picture of this. <laughs> and you being super adorable with his sly, cheeky grin. Like, I'm going to do something that's going to get me in trouble. Don't tell mom. And his hair. His little man bun, as people call it. I am not cutting his hair. He looks like a sumo wrestler when he put his hair up. He looks adorable. (laughs) We're letting his hair grow out so we can see what it does. I'm not ready to have a big boy haircut. He is not a big boy. He's my little baby. Once he's a year, we'll talk. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes. He doesn't get a haircut until Lily gets her first haircut. Oh, she's two and a half. Yeah. And she's not ready for a haircut yet. So... (laughs) You got to wait a little bit longer. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. What else? I think we've covered everything in the dock. 
enjoys playing with blocks and cars. I missed that one. Yeah, so Lily was all about books and then baby dolls. Elliot is all about cars and blocks. So he actually plays with the cars that we originally bought for Lily. So now they're Elliot's cars. So we mentioned that his birthday is on Super Bowl Sunday and we are having his birthday party on the sat- on, on Saturday. I was going to schedule it for Sunday and then was told, no, don't do that. Because then when the Bengals are playing in the Super Bowl, nobody's going to show up to his party. And I was like, <laughs> and then the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. So I'm really glad that I didn't schedule his party for Sunday. So Elliot is our good luck charm because he was born February 13th, which is Super Bowl Sunday. And the Bengals are going to play in the Super Bowl February 13th. This year it's Super Bowl Sunday. Super well, Bowl. The Super Bowl changes each year. I feel like this is really, really late for a Super Bowl. I feel like it is too. Is Well, it's, you, it's the second Sunday. That's what it is. So since it's the second Sunday in February, this is the latest it would ever be. Is it? Yes. I think. I don't know. I don't know that it's always the second Sunday. I think it has to do with the season and um, when the season starts. So maybe they started late this year because of COVID. Possibly. Because I, I, on Facebook, you know, they do the memories and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, February 4th has been Super Bowl Sunday before. Yeah, I don't. That, that's definitely not. I won't pretend to understand. But his first birthday party is going to be fish themed. Not because he is official. Ali one but it's not fishing it's not under the sea it's like ocean creatures so it's not like mermaids and fishing rods it's like clownfish and whales and octopi i got some really cute decorations i'm looking forward to bringing out the the big thing is going to be if i can get appetizers because everybody's buying stuff for their super bowl parties because the Bengals are in the super bowl what we already did an episode about that though it was we a point five. um And then we have his cake smash for, like, he'll have a little cake smash at his birthday party. But we have his big cake smash scheduled with our photographer, the same one that does all of our newborn photos and stuff. And I am super excited about that theme, which you will find out about when we post photos. It's going to be really fun. Our photographer is looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. She really gets into it. Yeah. These themes. Lily's cake smash was Harry Potter. This one is also going to be nerd things. We shall see. Elliot's going to be so cute. And he also gets a cake smash at his birthday party on Saturday. Yes, that one will be ocean-themed cake smash. I have a concept drawing of what his cake's going to look like, and it's really cute. And he's going to get little ocean bath toys on his cake that he can then play with in the bathtub. <laughs> I'm Lily got four cakes for her first birthday because she had two parties over she two did. days. She did. <laughs> so we had two smash cakes and two big cakes. So because Elliot only has one big cake and one smash cake, I I might have gone a little overboard, but that just means that I'll have leftover cake to eat Super Bowl Sunday to celebrate the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. Sure. <laughs> what what beer are you going to chug when the Bengals win? Uh, one of your father's cans of the Hootay beer from 1989. Uh, I don't know yet. I don't. Do I have to chug two beers? because I chugged one when they got into the Super Bowl. People in beer groups are saying we should chug cans of Skyline Chili, but I am not here for that. I'm not doing that. That's going to be a no for me, dog. (laughs) Okay. Can we call out Marco? Marco, you 
Marco didn't ever chug. That's right. I'm going to yell at him. He should chug Skyline because he loves Skyline. (laughs) Okay, we are getting off the rails for like the 20th time this episode. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about Elliot or bring up about Elliot? I am so happy that he came into our lives. He's so fun. I can't wait to see him grow and his little personality develop even more over the next year. I just hope that Lily lets him find his voice and doesn't just talk for him because, man, that girl can talk. She can talk. That is true. She was egging him on when they were destroying the Tower of Blocks. Well, she's got to teach him. She'll put him on the right path. But he does have a mischievous grin. He does. I'm kind of concerned about where that goes. Is he going to be a little Loki? I hope not. (laughs) He's my little angel. He's my baby. He can't do anything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We love you, Elliot. And we love you too, Lily. We promise. Hey, Joe, this is the part of the show where you attempt to make me laugh with a super awesome dad joke. Well, you know the thing about birthdays. What is the thing about birthdays? I've heard that quite a few people, actually, I did a, I did a quick straw poll on Twitter. Twitter is a good place to do a poll. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of people have said that they get the same thing every year for their birthday. They do? Yeah. Do you know what that is? No. What is it? They all get another year older. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't want to get older. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. That was not the right tune for that. (laughs) (laughs) I've had beers. Have you? I had beer. (laughs) It's a weeknight and I finished a beer. It's like a miracle. It is. Yeah. That does it for this week's show. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe to us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Craft Parenting Podcast. You can also get a hold of us via email, which is craftparentingpodcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Make sure to share the show. That's what helps our show grow. If you'd like to send us stuff such as fan mail, craft supplies, sanity, um, really could use some sanity these days. I have no idea where mine went. We have a P.O. box where you can send these things. And all of this information is available on our website, which is www.craftparentingpodcast.com. That's where we post the show notes. Plus, we've been writing more blog posts about some of the stuff that doesn't make it into the show. And that includes our adventure to Wiedemann Brewery, making gumbo and a bunch of other stuff so much fun check out the blog so uh with with us visiting Wiedemann, that makes one new brewery that we visited this year one down 11 more to go have 11 more to go yeah so if you have any suggestions on which cincinnati brewery that we should go to that we haven't been to there's a list of breweries that we haven't been to and list of breweries that we have been to on our website let us know yeah so just let us know you can comment send us a message send us an email etc smoke signals but i still have to learn how to interpret them so it might take a few tries and with that i'm joe and i'm caroline see you next time on the craft parenting podcast
Wake me up inside. I thought you were going to sing. Wake me up. Wake me up before you go-go. Don't <laughs> leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. <laughs> Take me dancing tonight. I, I want to get that high. <laughs> Wake up the kids. <laughs> it's time for bed. It is time for bed. And I'm going to try to piece this together tomorrow. Good luck editing, Joe. Godspeed.